Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hi, it's Amir Yasai with AfterBuzz TV for Gay Twitter with Brian and Ollie. You guys are looking more delicious than a snack at Hope Honey. <laughs> Thank you. So are you. So are you. Yes. We all look bomb.com.org. Thank you. (laughs) Woo! Dot C-A. Word. Word. Dot E-D-U dot U-K. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love you. Dot A-U. I beat you. (laughs) Adore Delana. Where are you at, girl? (laughs) Yes, adore, honey. Um, Welcome back to Gay Twitter. We have so many fun topics to get into. Um, We have a bunch of news we're going to jump into. We have... Obviously, Brian's Pop Diva dish, honey. We have Ollie's Read All About It. It's going to be so good. And oh, yes. You, Ollie always takes us deep, so it's really mm-hmm. good. You know, I just and like some hot tea. Some hot yes, tea. Right yes. there. Got it. <laughs> hot tea in the hand. Hot tea there. Uh, this week, we don't have a guest because we just wanted to be the three of us. Like, just have a little kiki on our own. And in case anyone doesn't know what a kiki is, a kiki is a group of gay men getting together. A kai kai is a group of drag queens <laughs> having sex. So that's, you heard it here first. Just, um, a little, just a little threesome this week, okay? Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing big. We were, mm-hmm. we were really didn't want a fourth this week. Yes, I know. No just no us. Fourth. Like COVID, yeah. you know, just got to be on your own, you know? You're going to Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and you know what? We're on Zoom, so we can have a threesome and it's, it's safe. It's all good. love her love her love our producer for hitting us with the shade Um, (laughs) love her let's get into okay hundreds of gay bars are obviously closed we can't hit up those clubs we can't get into it so a lot of people online were kind of breaking it down what does this mean for us a lot of people are doing happy hours on zoom uh Mm -hmm. gay clubs are hopefully going to open up and do parties on zoom we have drag queens doing performances um like my favorite drag queen marty cummings uh, who's running for office did a drag show last week. Super fun. You can Venmo the drag queens. What do you think, Brian, about all this, like, this new trend of, like, Zoom events and Zoom parties? Are you here for it? I absolutely love it. You know, when I read that article, it did make a lot of mm-hmm. sense that, um, I mean, it was kind of a reach, I would be completely honest. Um, okay. The whole, like, gays, like, need social, so, like, social. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, just be on yourself. Like, it's not that big a deal. But mm-hmm. I do kind of agree that, you know, there is that aspect of, you know, being in social settings and being around other people that definitely helps you to kind of feel, I guess, not really whole, but just feel something. So I do mm-hmm. love Zoom parties. I love everybody kind of just getting together while still social distancing because it is a time for us to really connect with people that we, you know, we forgot to connect with or we, we wanted to connect with mm-hmm. more. So I love it. This well is the perfect said. way to do it. But please do keep doing it on Zoom. Do not do it in person <laughs> because I was just on, you know, some social networks the other day and all these people are like, so when are we meeting up? And I'm like, never stay the hell home. Goodbye. <laughs> well, um, Brian, when you're saying social apps, are you talking about Grinder, honey? Or, oh, or... no, never. <laughs> never. That's a good Christian. So it's like Christian Mingle and... Perfect. Um... <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Farmer needs a wife. Enough... 
Yes! <laughs> I love it. I love that. Um, Ollie, what do you think? Do you do you think this is going to last or are the gays going to start to congregate outside oh, of God. this? God, I, I want it to last so bad because just as Brian was saying, I know people mm-hmm. who are like hitting me up on my DMs, like, come over. Mm-hmm. It's fine. We I've been quarantined, so quarantine. And I just find it very really irresponsible. Like people are sure. just getting really bored. It's been a over a month. Well, for me speaking, I've been quarantined for over a month right now. So I haven't seen like Same. my family and friends. Uh, so it really does suck. So shout out to everyone with their family and friends. I know it might get on each other's nerves, but going back to the gays, uh, it's just very disappointing <laughs> because I, I have those apps, you know, and it's just like, I go on them and people want me to come over and I'm like, no, I don't think that's okay. Like if anything, I hope these shows and these streaming, uh, events on Facebook or Instagram really helps people stay at home and get them interested. It's a form of entertainment. I mean, yes people are still like I just it just really Mm -hmm. sucks when you know people personally who are having people over for like to celebrate their birthday and just like do the zoom thing it's just very very irresponsible and absolutely it's it's saddening even though people think that they're safe you never know who you're exposed to you never know what you have Mm -hmm. you never know what those people are and it's just it creates a domino effect so keep these zoom parties and these ig lives coming for the gays okay yes really important yes Yes, it really is. And I think a lot on gay Twitter it was really funny. A lot of people were commenting like, this is what it felt like when we were in the closet, we were on AIM or we were like at home and we didn't get to go out to clubs. So kind of pretend in some ways that like you're not fully out and you're kind of like, I, I mean, and I'm not saying go back in the closet, but I'm saying you just, we've all been there where we've had to hide. So take mm-hmm. that time to kind of get that energy and sure. restructure and realize that like, you're not going to die if you don't go out. The problem is you might die if you go out. So like really think about that. And I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but sometimes I think it's important that people hear things kind of harshly. Um, I think that's very important to kind of get that point across. Um, Speaking about people getting points across very eloquently, uh, Dr. Fauci, um, obviously he went on and did a briefing and he was, he is like came out of nowhere and has kind of been a hero to a lot of people. He came Mm -hmm. out and spoke about how HIV pandemic was very similar to COVID-19 and how, because that was happening to the gay men and the way that we dealt with it and how resilient the gay men are, that we should look to them as an example. I thought it was really beautiful for him Mm -hmm. to compare those things. Because the minute I heard about Corona, I was like, this is like HIV pandemic. But to have someone on his level compare it, it really kind of like made me emotional. Did it affect you guys in that way? I wonder. I guess I just had a lot, a lot of thoughts. Obviously, I didn't grow up there, but I learned about, you know, the HIV, you sure. know, back in the day. And it just kind of like, obviously... Just I to make it- clear, Ollie, I did not grow up during that either. <laughs> <laughs> just want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> want to make that clear. I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, but of course, like, I, I'm a little bit more, like, biased because, like, it's affecting, like, everyone. Like, it's affecting sure. the world, uh, as HIV did and still does. But Corona... COVID-19 is something that's affecting, like, like I said, it's a global pandemic. So, um, but I totally get his connection between not only like the gays, but obviously now people of color who are being discriminated against, you know, whether they're mm-hmm. black or they're Asian and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It is very like, like all in all discrimination, any form of it is disgusting and wrong. So Absolutely. I definitely did see the connection that he was making in that as well. Mm, definitely. Well said. Well said. 
I would agree too. And I think that it was definitely interesting when he brought up the idea of like, you know, access to healthcare, which is a huge thing because mm -hmm. that's kind of the parallel that we're seeing back in the day. Um, a lot of gays weren't, didn't have the access to healthcare, which is why the HIV epidemic was so, so huge and so unfortunate. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of what's mm -hmm. happening with Corona now with, you know, underprivileged um, communities or people who are struggling if they don't have as, be as good access to healthcare as everybody else. So it just makes it especially hard for them. So I definitely see the connection and I, I, I just, overall, I just hope everything clears up soon and everything works out because it's just, I'm sure it's hard for everybody. Sure, absolutely. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, whatever, whatever color you are, it's gonna affect you. And I think that's, uh, unfortunately with anything that's traumatic, there's always like a beauty. And the beauty is that we're realizing that no matter who you are, you could get this. And I think that brings everyone together in a very dramatic way, um, which I think is, is really honestly very beautiful. And it, it's just something that really connects us all. And I think that's the whole point of our show as well, to show that the three of our experiences and whoever our guest is being gay, whatever it is, LGBTQ, and then that experience kind of translating to everyone around. So it all kind of is very full circle. Um, before we move on, I want to just give a shout out to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. They give us life. They helped us to create the show, the three of us, and it's so fun. Please go like, subscribe, and follow Gay Twitter um, on the AfterBuzz Network and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, I also want to read a couple um, comments from last week. Uh, Jane Johnson, who is a host at AfterBuzz, she is my friend, so it's a little biased, but she said, love it, <laughs> can't wait for more. <laughs> it's a little biased, but it's okay. Um, and then uh, uh, the Lixer said, awesome content, you deserve more views. Yes, we do, honey. Yes, we do. And then Mateo Aria said, just adding to one of those topics, it's important to remember that sexual attraction and romantic attraction are not mutually exclusive. Some heterosexual men may be bi -rom oh, I've never heard bi-romantic or even homo-romantic. Society has really given as much light to this concept outside of the asexual community, but it applies universally. Well, thank you, Mateo, for bringing Ooh, that. Yeah. I've never heard like bi-romantic. Yeah, like yeah I've only heard it once, and it was it was really interesting, too. I, I understood the concept, but I, I do want to learn more about it because apparently it's, mm -hmm. it's becoming more prevalent now, so it's interesting. It's definitely the whole just love and not physical attraction. Right. So, I love that. Yeah. I love that idea of like a man or woman loving the mm -hmm. same sex, but not actually like loving, like they could be in love with that person, but not actually wanting to engage in like sexual activity with that person. Mm -hmm. Like I totally get it. Oh, that's, it, it sounds, it seems very like honest. Like it seems like an sure. honest kind of love. So I really appreciate that. And then one last one, also a host at AfterBuzz, Trina Dong, another one of my friends, it's a little biased, but it's okay. So good. This is trio is plus Jay and Eric is perfection and love all the fellas Took some time to shoot some shots. Quarantine romance, y'all. <laughs> yes. yes. We have yes. to have an update. Ollie and Jay, where are we at in this? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I plead the fifth. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, right now, I'm just solo, you know, having fun with myself. Yes. Self-love. Literally, love physically. <laughs> yes. Wash your hands yeah. before and after. Oh, yes, girl. <laughs> yes, girl. I love it. I'm here for it. Uh, let's, okay, let's do a weird little pivot. Um, so there's a video going around. Listen, I love Ezra Miller. He's one of my favorite actors and such a fashion icon in the makeup. And he's very femme and I love it. But there was this video of him like choking a woman. It was like kind of going around the internet and gay Twitter was not loving it. They were coming for him. They were cancel culture. He's saying that's not him in the video, but I watched the video like 20 times. Uh, it's him in the video. So what do we think about this? Is this like during COVID times, do we just like, not that I'm saying don't talk about it, but is this not the time to cancel people? Like we need to just like, 
what do we do yeah it's mm. hella awkward i don't know because i'm yeah. in the same boat like i really value ezra miller i i mm-hmm. thought or I, I don't know i can't how, how do i explain this like i thought ezra was a great person but yes. if this is in fact ezra which it seems like it's it's everyone saying it is it sounds right. like ezra it's very unfortunate right. and i was reading right. the article and it said that it took place in iceland outside of bar yeah mm-hmm. and so i'm thinking Ooh. okay how is corona like affecting iceland and like the bars are still open or like what's going on like, like yeah. i have so many questions but the fact that he or uh like put his hands around a woman's neck who seemed non-threatening and granted this was like seven seconds we don't know the full exactly it just like for but as my in my point of view like i see it as something that like the person, the girl, she wasn't, she was not threatening. She wasn't coming. It seemed very unprovoked. The mm. attack. And, and honestly, mm-hmm. it seemed like Ezra was intoxicated. I don't know. That's just my yes. POV. Definitely. So mm-hmm. it's very unfortunate and it's disgusting. And I feel like not enough people are talking about this. I just think it's wrong to put your hands mm-hmm. on. I think it's wrong to put your hands on anyone. Anyone. Yeah. Yes. In, in general. Yes. So it just, I am still processing it because I love Ezra, The Flash, you know, perks of being a wallflower and Playboy, Playboy shoot. Did you see that, Ezra Bunny? No. I haven't. Google oh it. Oh my God. Send I'm looking it up way. right now. I'm looking so, it up right now. It's That's just, amazing. It's really sad. And Ezra, I, I Bryant, please cut me off because I, <laughs> I just like, I Oh, I just know. saw the photos. My God. These photos, like, <laughs> He's all the way down, like Fred Eagle. At, oh, wow. This is something. Wow. Oh, okay. I'm going to just chime in. Just, I'm only going to yeah, play devil's please, advocate because yeah. what I think, I 100% agree with you, Ollie, but I'm just going to play devil's advocate and the whole idea of, you know, this was such a short video, like you said, and mm-hmm. it could be a completely different situation because of what events happened or what transpired right before that. You know, she could have been slapping him or throwing something at him or doing something so off the wall, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of provoked him, but we didn't mm-hmm. see that. So while I 100% agree that no one should touch anybody, sure. and any way shape or form assault is so wrong in any way if yeah. it was for some reason somehow provoked or if it just got into a super escalated situation that he kind of just snapped we don't know that because it was just at the moment of the assault you know so right, just right. even playing devil's advocate in that moment of like we don't really know exactly what happened and we might never know so right but yeah uh, same token yeah just you know it was it was definitely like you said an awkward it was a little cringy hard to watch yeah, yeah it, it makes me think yeah it makes me think oh was there like it was the clip edited is there like a full clip it, mm-hmm. did someone edit exactly. it just and release it to just those seven seconds so sure th- i would just need an update y'all i need an update yes. before we cancel do the cancel confirmation <laughs> yeah. cancel my dis- subscription to ever miller i would love funny. an update though yeah. yeah, well, um, I'll keep my eye on this topic, but I think what he had said was that he was, it was like, it was a joke, because he's saying it's a friend of his, mm-hmm. but then some people are saying it's a stranger at a bar, so the, the stories are not corroborating. What makes me sad is that they're now threatening to cancel Flash, so mm-hmm. I just, I don't think that's fair to everyone that works on Flash, and they just had someone exactly. pass away that was on the cast, like, I don't think it's appropriate to cancel a show because of that, so I, I we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I do want to talk about, um, it's a kind of my favorite person in entertainment, Black China. She is doing the most at all times. And when, Bryant, you said you were on Christian Mingle, I remember when she dated that 18-year-old. Remember that 18-year-old she dated from Christian Mingle? So she's a little cringy, but again, I feel like these times make celebrities crazy. And we're going to get to our check on your local celebrity segment later. Like, the celebrities are not doing so well. So she put out this thing, if if you didn't see it, but like gay Twitter went nuts. They were coming for her. 
she's charging $950, which is pretty much most of the stimulus check, which is $1,200, for one FaceTime. We don't even know how long these FaceTimes are. <laughs> is it 30 minutes? Is it five hours? Right. And then, and then she has a payment plan, which is even more messed up. If you oh can't afford God. to talk to Black China, you don't need to be doing an installment plan. Like, you pay your rent. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. What do you guys think? Brian, what's, oh. your, what's going on? Why isn't, first of all, why isn't she on Cameo? That'll be the easiest option. Like, right there, just make it normal, girl. Don't just be charging random FaceTimes. How are they even paying her? How are they going to get a tax write-off for that FaceTime call? Because you can't itemize called Black China on your next year's taxes. Like, <laughs> I like Brian. Oh, no, He's H and R block, honey. Shout out to them. I get my taxes on them. But it's so hilarious. But seriously though, like I don't understand what she's yeah. doing. And right. like you said, whoever is doing this, I mean, I've heard of super fans because I'm everyone knows I'm a super fan of the Bella Twins. I love them so much. Yes. Don't know if I would do that though. And don't think that they <laughs> should do that. Don't think any celebrity what? should be doing that. And what I think, you know, just to read a little bit more into it. It's, mm. she's kind of taking advantage of a bad situation you know like mm. one people have this money now and two everyone's kind of like looking for that social aspect so mm-hmm. why she's doing it we don't know the intention maybe she's just mm. trying to work I don't know but for me I don't like tacky. it it's a little tacky yeah mm. <laughs> a little <laughs> overpriced no I agree mm. I love that you brought up cameo because that's what a lot of people are doing right. to kind of right. like not only connect with people but also make a living uh yeah, black sure. china I in a sense I kind of feel bad for her because I mean she is kind of like she's been blackballed by like the most powerful family sure. in Hollywood. <laughs> right. She Definitely. really has. And like, I feel like maybe that she brought that on herself. I don't know. I don't, I'm not really like keep up. I don't keep up with the Kardashians. By any means. <laughs> but I, <laughs> literally, uh, but it's just 950 for a FaceTime call really. And then 250 for a follow back. I'm thinking girl, just go to Cameo like Bryant said. And it's just obviously, like we're not she's not asking people to do it but who is going to do that like who in the right mind would honestly do that you know it's just like I think a lot of reality stars they're clearly not getting work right now in terms of like Mm -hmm. productions being shut down they're not cast on celebrity boot camp or whatever's going on right now (laughs) marriage boot camp that's what I meant or whatever all stars 21 you know so (laughs) I kind of just feel bad about the situation it's very cringy and I she needs to cancel that and go to cameo so. Yeah, she <laughs> needs to go to Cameo. You know, I think Black China just, it seems like, like you said, when you get canceled by such a powerful family, she's just doing her best. But I, I think what she really needs to do is just, like you said, get on there, get a Venmo going, or go live on Instagram. And then it's crazy to me that Black China is charging $900 for a FaceTime, and our show is free. Like, <laughs> come on. Come on now. We are giving we give it you, to free you for content. free content. Maybe this is a way for her to get attention, too, because yeah. everyone's talking talking about this it went we're viral. talking about it you want to come on our show there, yes <laughs> black china for free for free yes we want black china and her mom her mom is oh god tokyo <laughs> tony please tokyo have you Woo! seen her reality show her reality show so bad oh my god nobody has teeth on that show <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. it's really crazy i can't like that show is too much oh <laughs> Dying. we could talk about black china for an hour i love her we so could, much we could we literally could we love her um so she can do no wrong in our eyes even though this is ridiculous uh, <laughs> i quickly want to touch upon uh, lady gaga she has her relief concert on april 18th i'm assuming it's going to obviously be on youtube it'll be online but she's like has a full list of entertainers and artists it's going to be amazing like 
I mean, so many great people. Like, who are you guys most excited about? Um, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually super <laughs> excited to just see how they put it together because I've been seeing right. a lot of these productions online. Mm-hmm. Like they have one tonight mm-hmm. or I think tomorrow tonight with the ABC sing-along, which shout out Ariana Grande is singing I Won't Say I'm In yeah. Love from Hercules and I am not ready. Um, but just with <laughs> Lady Gaga's own, I'm just really excited yeah. to see how she's going to produce the whole thing and put it together, but I'm sure right. it's going to be great. And of course it's for right. a great cause. So I just want to see everything. Mm-hmm. Hey. Remember, yeah. Love her. Make sure you get all your groceries, your essential items before that day because it's the 18th. So 17th, make sure you're good to go because you're going to want to stay home all day to watch all wait. of it because that list of people was yes. phenomenal like we got oprah in there you know when oprah's in something it's mm-hmm. gonna be amazing uh casey it's, Mustard, it's dope. oh like, i love casey there's something yeah there's something for everyone billy's on there uh, mm-hmm. uh obviously gaga jamila jamil who i just idolize uh it's really she was cool, my favorite wanna... that's who i was excited about. <laughs> i love her she... so it's really it cool super to... stacked yeah it's gonna be cool how like some of that like obviously not everyone's like an artist or a musician but obviously right. they're they're actors or entertainers so it's sure. gonna be cool to see like what they have to say what they have to offer if they're mm. gonna be doing any like anything cool for fans I don't know like it's right I love that it's like we don't know a whole lot of information because they're really teasing it so Mm -hmm. when you when they do promote it as very tease worthy is that like a proper term I don't know that's a tease worthy that works for me uh it (laughs) makes people interested and want to tune in more so it's gonna be a blast and I'm ready to drink my wine and watch it all day I just yes. can't wait. I can't wait to see what JLo's going to wear. Like, I know. Even in quarantine, honey, <laughs> she's going to kill it. So I just can't wait. And I know that Lady Gaga made Oprah cry when Oprah was doing her concert tour before this all went down with COVID. And so we know that Oprah's going to bring it. And she looks up to Lady Gaga, which is, like, insane to say. So I, I can't wait to see what happens there. Um, I think we talked about this off-camera once about Call Me By Your Name. I was asking you guys if you watch it. I'm like a huge fan. I never read the books, but they're doing a sequel, which is actually going to be all about the HIV pandemic. And it's going to be like their love story in New York. So it'd be really cool to have this come out while we're still in Pandemica and kind of see how they're going to navigate all of that. So are you guys here for it? Are you guys standing? Call me by your name. People on I... gay Twitter are going nuts. So I am so ready for this. So it's so crazy that I just watched Call Me By Your Name for the first time last month. Like it's been out for like how long? And I'm just so sorry to everyone in the gay world that I shamed <laughs> for doing that because it is such an iconic gay movie. And I finally watched it and it was amazing. And so I literally, the same day I watched it, I went on Amazon and I bought both the books. And I'm reading the, I'm reading the first one right now. And okay. it is, I'm literally like on my couch like this. <laughs> it's freaking like it goes there so I'm I love the movie and it was so great as well and I'm super excited for the sequel because I want to read the book first but I'm here for it I'm ready I saw this I don't know if you guys saw this hilarious TikTok about Call Me By Your Name basically it was like um she's like a super popular I think she's like a, a LGBT creator but she basically made a TikTok like we're all standing like Timothy Chalamet who looks like an anemic Elizabethan orphan but Army Hammer is a Nordic god like right there and I'm like that is so true because I was looking at Timothy Chalamet the whole time but Army Hammer looks like that so it's so good it's it's such a I, when you said it when you quickly saw the movie and looked up something about, I thought you bought a peach I didn't know where that was going I didn't know where we were going with that I, I did like, you know I had some time with my apricot and it was yes. lovely yes. <laughs> not an apricot bitch okay, okay. Woo! I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I hope the sequel has lots of apricots for sure. I, yeah. I'm like Amir. <laughs> I didn't watch. I, I didn't watch. I watched the film, but I didn't read the book. So I, but I enjoyed the first film. It was very like I feel like both actors put on such a great performance. Like the yes. end when 
Timothy was crying. I was like, damn, boy can act. I still don't, I still don't think he's that cute. But like, right. but apparently a lot of, a lot of women, a lot of women, a lot yeah. of days think he's cute. Uh, but I'm, him. I'm excited to see like, cause that's not every day when there's like a level of this, this film got so much, so much accolades and it, it got yes. so much awards and it's actually getting a sequel. So it's really profound. I usually, that usually doesn't really happen, especially for like right. a queer film. So Definitely. I think it, I support it hundred percent and I, I, shout out to I'm Twitter cause it. Twitter, I, I don't know if you guys saw, like there was a tweet that went viral and it was like, uh, when Elio like opens FaceTime from um, Oliver for like the first time, and it's like his uh-huh. army hammer like did a mohawk. I saw and that. It's, like, I was, did you see I that? Like, yeah. No. <laughs> he looked a mess. He looked he a did. mess. He looks like I would still get it, but uh, like oh uh-huh. yeah, no, he, for sure. I looked, yeah, give it up yesterday, today, or tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> But Army Hammer's a little cuckoo. Like he was like sucking on his kid's toes. Did you see that? Yeah. His kids were sucking <laughs> on his toes. It's he's a yeah. little a little much. He's yeah. A little okay. I'm scared he's a, now. He's a character. Yeah. He's, a he's character. quite a character. But he's so hot. Like I would let so him hot. run me over with a car. So it's it, 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 <laughs> damn. Is that a is that a position? Is that a is that a move? Like yes. yeah, it's a quarantine move. It's a quarantine move. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, honey. The quarantine move. Yeah, he looks crazy in the Mohawk. I just looked it up. He he's a mess. Yeah, I got um, But you know what? I will let it. I will let him take me. It's fine. Take me mm-hmm. away. It's all good. <laughs> to better days and to inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say before this gets inappropriate. <laughs> um, we better move on. Uh. Okay, Brian, what do you got for us? You got us our yeah. queen, Riri, bad girl Riri. Hit us with it. Yes. This week's Pop Diva Dish is talking yeah. about Rihanna. Rihanna is, you can't really see anything else besides she's just incredible, unproblematic, yeah. queen, stunning, amazing music, skincare, beauty, fashion, everything. She's so amazing. And above all of that, philanthropy. Like she has been doing it in philanthropy well before this COVID-19 uh, pandemic happened and she's mm-hmm. killing it again now. She has done so much for Barbados, for our country, for everyone who's affected by this. She is really, really pushing it. Um, you know, her and Lady Gaga are two of the forefronts in entertainment who are really taking it, um, taking the reins on this and they're just absolutely amazing. Um, so mm-hmm. I love her so much. Um, the Basically, the thing that went viral on gay Twitter with Rihanna was the fact that when she went live talking about her relief efforts, um, she was on a live and then basically said uh, fans were asking for R9, which is her next album coming out. And she's like, uh-uh, I'm busy saving the world, unlike your president. And everyone yes! was like, oh my God, she just ended him right there. So it was iconic. Obviously, gay Twitter loved it. But of course, we had the other side on Twitter as well, commenting all these, that, this, that, or the other about, you know, President Trump. So um, I don't know your guys' thoughts. So what do you guys think about Rihanna and just being amazing. Ollie, what's your thought? I just love the fact that like these celebrities are really actually using this time in quarantine to kind of like connect with, you know, the politics. Like Cardi B was on live with Bernie Bernie yesterday Mm -hmm. and it was amazing. I was like, oh my God, there, I want to see that. I was like, okay, in a perfect world, we would have had Bernie as president and Cardi B as VP. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, Cardi B with the nails? Should you ASMR <laughs> in Parliament? Could you have imagined? Parliament, wrong government. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but it's so cool. Like, sorry. I, but it's so cool. Back to Rihanna. Like, yes, bad it. girl, bad girl Riri yeah. can literally do no wrong. Like you said, unproblematic queen. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I just, 
gay Twitter always comes for her because of her music. Like, I hate it when people are pressured to release your music, release your exactly. music. I'm like, calm down. Like, her and Gaga are actually doing something to help the world so right. she can actually eventually release her music. So mm-hmm. shut up, calm down. There's the Kim, people are dying. Like, I love, that's my new favorite quote. Yeah, Kim, but, people no, are seriously, dying. Like, literally. And I don't even watch Kardashians, like I said. But yeah. shout out to her. She li- literally solidified yeah. herself as, like, a triple threat. Like, she is, like, a businesswoman, entrepreneur. Like, she right. is making that, making that, well, she made her music, but she's making the Fenty Beauty. Like, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. And she's actually giving back to the community, the world. And so, shout out to you, boo, my Pisces queen. Yeah. Quick question. Yeah. This might get controversial, but if you had to choose one, Rihanna or Beyonce? Rihanna, hundred percent. Okay, Always. good. Because I'm on the same boat. <laughs> oh, that's really hard. How dare that's you? That's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I might. I would say I listen to Rihanna more Rihanna music, so I would go mm-hmm. with Rihanna. Like I, if I if someone get gave me tickets to either Beyonce or Rihanna, I would go Rihanna concert. Sorry, yeah. Oh. yeah, but yeah, I Beehive, don't come for us. I know. I was like, don't cancel like, us. I like Beyonce. <laughs> you cho- it was Brian, so go to the <laughs> Brian Santos and him because I don't need that on my conscience. I love Beyonce. I just, I think with Rihanna, she dated that you know Arab billionaire, so like I, I she went Middle Eastern, honey. And yeah. I like that. And I also saw her perform at USC when I was a freshman. And she was <gasps> literally, she opened for Weezer. Damn. And she got into a taxi and drove away and no one even went after her. So I just remember, I was like, she has come so far. That girl is queen. So that's wow. my, that, those are my two cents. Um, Ollie, what do you have? Yes, Riri, bad girl, Riri. Yeah. And, now, watching us. <laughs> and now, Weez- and now Weezer's opening for Riri. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, Weezer but, would die to do that. But Weezer for real. would die to open for Rihanna. I mean, come on. For real. Okay, so obviously, so I'm so sorry. This weekly read all about it. I have to talk about Tiger King again. I'm so sorry. Yes. Which, okay. The, the, good, okay. the good thing about the topic is that you don't need to actually see to know this story, right. like the whole right. entire documentary series, but the huge sure. thing that happened last week, literally like, honestly, like, yes, yes, not yesterday, but last week when we wrapped the show, mm-hmm. like this story came out and I was like, oh my God, I just did gay Twitter. Like I could have brought this up. So uh, one of the, the characters in Tiger King named... Sap was actually misgendered throughout the entire Netflix uh, limited series, yeah. and Saf seemed everyone thought Saf was a female, but come to find mm-hmm. out, Saf identifies as male. Mm-hmm. And so Saf hey. just kind of, it was a d- article in the Daily Daily Mail, and mm-hmm. um, it was a huge shock to the the Twitterverse. And obviously, gay Twitter came in and was like, "Wow, my favorite character from Tiger King," because let's be honest, Saf was the only likable character in the yep. entire series because everyone was problematic AF um so everyone everyone started coming for the producers about misgendering and Saf kind of like released some statements saying that this happens all the time Saf is he's used to it a lot and I in a way like I really like that about this this person because Saf is so comfortable with themselves they don't care what everyone else thinks but at the same Mm -hmm. time the social justice warrior inside of me is like no Saf stand up for yourself like this is not okay you know so I see both sides it's like the producers of the show really kind of did Saf dirty because, like I said, Saf was the only likable character in that whole entire Netflix documentary series. And I did want to read some tweets real quick yes, um, from Twitter. At um, Wispy said, I just found out that my favorite person, Saf from Tiger King, is actually a man and was just misgendered throughout the entire documentary. So huge. Shout out to this king. 
And so also, oh. also in the article, there's this, there's this whole thing about, you know, Joe marrying Ooh. straight men, you know, and then there's this Ooh. whole issue that, oh, maybe bisexuality was kind of like erased in this because no one really thought about it because mm. he obviously got divorced and started and the, the husbands or ex-husbands went with women. And so mm. like a lot of people were had took an issue with that, how that was never really they just were labeled straight men and no one really took the time to like delve into the the possible the potential of bisexuality so people sure. were saying on twitter uh at maurice davy too the whole joe's husbands are straight argument is fo- founded on the idea bisexuality doesn't exist hashtag tiger king so i just want to know, know your guys mm. thoughts on this obviously it's not our place to say like wh- what people's um sexual orientation is but it brings up really good queer topics and discussion Yes, it definitely. Does. Brian, I would take it say, away. Um, the biggest issue here is the misgendering. Like you said, the, on the part mm-hmm. of Netflix, of not even acknowledging that, uh, of having, I'm not sure, I haven't watched the show, but you know, if you were saying that it's such a prominent character, having such a prominent character displayed on a network that we thought is very progressive. You know, I, I, I imagine Netflix that they always, they pretty much do it right by the LGBT community for the most part. And mm-hmm. for this, it's such a huge thing for them to not. So, and the fact that Tiger King has now gotten so much press and is one of the like most buzzworthy things happening right now. And for this to come to light is very, very unfortunate. I do want to check it out because I do want to see what everyone is raving about. And hopefully I'll get more context there, but just overall the misgendering is completely wrong. And I'm happy that um, he stood up for himself and acknowledged, you know, who his true gender and everything and, and made sure everyone knew. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I definitely piggyback off of what Brian said. I, I think it's great that he's now kind of taking ownership of his gender and being more open. But the only way for me to just play a little devil's advocate for the producers, I feel like it seems like based on the interview I saw with Saf and I saw some videos of, I, I don't watch the show, but I watched Saf. And he seemed like even when his arm got bitten off, he came to work a couple of days later. He just seems like a team player and very sure. like willing to kind of go along. So I, I, I hope that he, the producers didn't kind of like make him feel intimidated so he couldn't speak up. Got it. But like, I think maybe Saf wasn't able to speak up for his gender. And then now that the show got so big, he probably got a lot of DMs and he felt support enough to right. kind of speak up. Which I Definitely. think is beautiful. I'm not saying he shouldn't speak up. I'm just saying I think the producers probably were not purpose. Like a lot of people on gay Twitter were like, oh, these producers need to be exactly. I was like, they're not, like when you're producing that much content for a documentary, you're going to miss some things, you know? Sure. So I, I just think we have to kind of give them the benefit of the doubt as well. Yeah. The silver lining is that like this does create the discussion about like allowing, exactly. allowing to um, maybe the producers to come out eventually and say, like, oh, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. We, maybe we mm-hmm. were rushing. Zap didn't openly say it, you know? So it does, there's a silver lining in everything for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, um, I think it's like, thank you, Ollie. That was like very enlightening and you always take us deep, which we need. And it's like, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, well, it's, it's I do great. like it deep. No. Same here. <laughs> yes. Just saying, you know. In my gut. <laughs> yes. I love, you know what? Listen, it's, I, love it's it. been, I love it. Yeah. It's been a while. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's national. It's it's National Horny Day. Did you know that on Twitter? I found out. Oh, oh my god! I love that. I think every day for me is National Horny Day. (laughs) Let's be real. Let's be real. I'm just. It's the Middle Eastern. A a strong wind, and she's hard. Um, But anyways, (laughs) let's move on before we get more inappropriate, and we're gonna wrap up soon. But I just want to do quickly my, you know, my favorite segment: check on your local celebrity. So we have two that we need to check on. Ellen is one of them. She did a live 
and she ended up deleting it. She did it with her um, co-star Twitch, who is a black man, which is important because she went on to say, this house is like being in jail and everyone wears the same thing and everyone is gay here. So gay Twitter ripped her to shreds because you know what they we had last week we talked or two weeks ago we talked about her you know being mean and then now they're coming for her with this so let me read some tweets and then I want to hear what you guys think about this so one of them was really funny it was like Winnie McIntosh she's like very she's verified she said also nice of her to throw in and everyone in jail is gay act gay joke and there is a cherry on top of her usual garbage Mm-hmm. they came for her and then yes, um, yes. and then it's it, it Gundam is a is a gay Twitter guy verified as well said Ellen DeGeneres comparing isolation in her mansion to jail um, laughing emojis guess her designer clothes are her jumpsuit huh it was really <laughs> funny it was really good I loved it I and love Kyle Bella um, said unfollowed two gay fashion Instagram accounts after they posted in diet Prada that it was no big deal that Ellen joked about being in prison at her $25 million second home, ain't got time for people who are that tone deaf. So those gay Instagram accounts, just so you know, they they are white gay men, cisgender. They went and they're like, what's the big deal? Like, it's funny. She's a comedian. But I think that personally, this is my opinion, I want to hear from you guys. I think that, like, listen, it is your duty as a celebrity to do better. So what do you guys think? What are, you, what are your thoughts on Ellen? Uh, oh, <laughs> um. I, I don't want to come from this from a biased perspective because I'm pretty biased about Ellen at this point, you know, of all these sure. stories we've heard, trying mm-hmm. to give her the benefit of the doubt, but it feels like more people are just coming out with stories about her and, you know, they may mm-hmm. be true, they may not be true, but all of that in mind already, plus this, it's like, she just seems so not aware of herself or mm-hmm. what she's doing, like, mm-hmm. and not, not like that she's not, like, ignorant is the wrong word, like, just not aware, like, she's so, like, dumb like seriously like why would you (laughs) why would you just go and say something so like off the wall and she's trying to be funny she claims she's a comedian I don't know who gave her the right to be a comedian she's not even funny um but like (laughs) is this when you said you're not coming (laughs) um but I'm just all I'm gonna say is that she's not the LGBT icon that everyone says she is um but I don't know I mean I'm gonna try and give her the benefit of the doubt and yeah I'm just gonna mm mm-mm yeah, we don't, we listen, we don't want Ellen to come for us. She has a great stand-up. She did the whole, yeah. she, her comedy is very relevant. I'm not coming for who she is. I, I think that a lot of times what's important in these segments about check on your celebrity that I want to make very clear is that we're checking on a celebrity because now they don't have the network of people to go through their content. So what they're creating is really how they feel. So when she's saying this up, she's trying to be funny, but it's, but you know what? It's a great opportunity to educate. So I think, and I think that I hope that Twitch, as a black man who has had, he had said that he had, you know, family that have been in jail and a lot of people of color go to jail. I hope that he had a conversation with her. Listen, Ellen, this isn't right. And listen, that video was quickly deleted by YouTube. So there is no evidence of that video. It was edited together, it was cut out. Um, So I think she hopefully has learned like some lesson and maybe she's becoming more open. Um, But Ollie, do you think that's like, it's getting through to Ellen, I hope? Are we getting through to her? I hope so. Um, okay. I just don't find her that like funny anymore. I don't know what, I, maybe Ellen might be going through something personally, who knows? But I find, I, I think, cause I really looked up to Ellen growing up, especially with her show and like how she's just been a trailblazer and everything that she did do. Granted, she has made some stupid, like untalented white kids, like super famous by bringing them on the show and they like have nothing to offer. <laughs> but like at the same time, like, I feel like maybe something has happened to Ellen. I don't really know, but she just seems different from my perspective. And right, obviously right. what you guys are saying, like she's done some certain things like that are very, uh, 
questionable. So I don't really know the full extent of like what right. she might be going through. And it's very Absolutely. unfortunate that like she doesn't really check herself and apologize all the time as or come right. out and say things that she should, mm. you know, mm. own up to certain things because I would find sure. that more that I would find that more uh commendable from her and I would my trust in her would be like fully restored. Right, restored. Like she's the problem is like you made you made such a good point. She's not really apologizing for these things. She hasn't like publicly come out. She's kind of deleted it and just kind of hoped that it would go away. Unfortunately, with gay Twitter, they're really on things. Twitter knows what's up. They're gonna catch it and they're gonna bring it to win. And people are gonna take screenshots and have receipts. So I um just to wrap up, I want to talk about something kind of like get away from Ellen a little bit. I want to get into TikTok because I love TikTok and I know I see Brian's videos and I love it. So there is a really uh, famous TikToker named Rob Anderson. He is like, um, it's I Heart Robert. So he does these great videos where he does like mashups. So he came for this Nickelodeon star, Paul Butcher, who was literally copying his videos like verbatim. Mm -hmm. um, but what is interesting is Ira Madison III, who I love as a gay Twitter like icon, he commented saying on Twitter, said, imagine calling someone out for stealing your ideas in quotes when most of your videos are just recreating memes of black women. As long as he's hot, I guess, exclamation point, exclamation point. Um, so what do you guys think? Are you guys kind of understanding where iHeartRobert is coming from? Or do you kind of understand what Ira is saying? I thought it was interesting what he brought up. I think it's like, obviously, okay. I see, okay. <laughs> Let's unpack this real Let's quick. Let's unpack it real quick. <laughs> so I totally get what Ira's saying like I am team Ira in this position for sure because honestly like this this mm -hmm. guy what's his name again like I've seen the video like I've, I saw uh, actually his name is Rob Anderson Rob and Anderson. Paul Butcher copied him it's like a white not okay. comedian guy which like yeah you shouldn't copy people because like I, I get it okay but at the end of the day I feel like everyone's copying everyone everyone's doing these challenges and you are mm -hmm. already famous yourself you went viral with your stupid TikToks that honestly are not that funny like you literally like Ira said <laughs> you're just attractive and masculine presenting and sure. right so like that's right. the only reason why you're famous that's literally all I see is trending all these fit white guys mm -hmm. that are super mm -hmm. masculine presenting they get super famous sure. because of that mm -hmm. so I mm -hmm. shout out to mm -hmm. Ira obviously don't try not to copy and like you know tag people for credit whatever bs true but ira true. i stand i love that he well said i love that ira called him out yes well said i love that brian real quick <laughs> i'm gonna play devil's advocate because i actually like his videos <laughs> i guess, like, I guess i'm just fine. not into okay. tiktok i'm sorry no same but okay. i 100 agree that we, like, when I we don't want to agree his... on everything <laughs> yeah when i saw that he brought up the whole thing with paul butcher i was like okay that's mm -hmm. super true you know why would he copy because I, I totally understand the whole idea of you know like remixing or like just paying homage to someone or using their inspiration but right. it was so close it was essentially copying and you know knowing right. that he has a bigger following he's obviously going to get more traction so that's kind of Absolutely. where um, Rob is coming from but I 100% agree with Ira as well that you know just to unpack TikTok there is so much drama behind TikTok and no matter how much I love it it is very very prominently known that it's it features white straight people 99% of the time. Yeah, it's very so, anti-LGBTQ. It'll delete yes. videos. Like if you, yeah. I have friends that have posted and then if it's like too risque, but then they'll allow right. the straight guy to post it. So there's a exactly. lot of stuff that happens um, yeah. that, you know, we, we're going to keep bringing you these stories and we're going to bring you stuff from gay Twitter and TikTok. And we're going to like, we're going to visit back to here. We next week, it's next week on the 18th for Lady Gaga's concert. We're going to give you a little update on that. So a lot's <laughs> going to happen. We're very excited. Um, but tell us in the meantime, uh, Brian, where can everyone follow you? 
Yay. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Santos, and also on AfterBuzz TV's Quarantine with the Stars. Yes, guys. And I'm Ollie Dreamer. Follow me on all social media platforms, Twitter and Instagram at Ollie Dreamer. Yes. And I am Amir Yasai. You can follow me at Amir Yas underscore on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok, honey. I need some love. Come tell me I'm young. All of these kids keep calling me old and I can't deal with it. I know. We love you. You're not old. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone be safe and we love you. And we'll be here next week for gay Twitter. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.